Hey everybody, Julie Murphy here, and you know I'm the money chick, and I always say that you either work things out and you act it out through your money, through your health, and through your relationships. So, when you have children, it's not only your money, but it's also your relationships, and it could also affect your health, depending on how long you prolong conversations with money with your children. So today, we're going to go through six things, six categories so we, we can actually look at how children look at money and I've invited my two children we've got Timmy and Bridget here thanks Hi. for joining me today Hi. and so okay so the first question I have for you guys and you guys we did not script this so um, I have no idea what's about to come out of their mouths <laughs> so the one thing that I wanted to start off with is uh, number one that no two children think about money the exact same way. So Timmy and Bridget, can you, um, Bridget, why don't we have you start in terms of <laughs> what do you think about money? <laughs> well, I now try to think of it as like, try to sa save, like try to save like maybe like 75% and get to spend like, or like 85% and then like 25 percent like spend also I try to think about like um like if I want to save up for like things like when I'm older like a car when I'm 16 or like college or stuff in, in my career now if we went a couple years back I would say spend... can we say a couple months back maybe yeah maybe yeah. a couple <laughs> maybe a couple days <laughs> Yeah, I'll get to exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> okay, so a couple months ago, I probably would have said, spend all your money because, I mean, live your best life. But I now think of it differently because I set goals for myself. All right, and to me, how about you? What are your thoughts and how what, what money is to you? Well, the first word that comes to thought is stock. Because... <laughs> Ever since I've heard of stocks, the second I heard of it, I was like, boom. Nowadays, so I will probably save 99% of my money and like once in a great while I'll spend it. Like last week I bought a Xbox game, but like that's the third one I've ever bought and I've had an Xbox for over three years. Gotcha. So mostly save, like pretty much all of it. <laughs> Because I love stocks and I love all the counting and all that. I'm a math person, but that's pretty much how I think of money. So you can see how two different children from the exact same gene pool, completely when Bridget thinks about money, she talks about, well, there's the spend and live your best life. And uh, Bridget has great intentions with her money. Um, I have yet to ever see 75% of her money being saved. Right? Right? Oh, Bridge? No. Uh, you know what? Everything starts with a goal. And I, I think look forward to Hold on. Hold on. Now, Timmy, mm. on the other hand, Timmy, I would like for you to tell people exactly why do you think of stocks? Because that actually brings up point number two that I wanted to bring up. So point number two. So, Timmy, why, why do you care about stocks? I why care. does a 12-year-old care about a stock? Well, I've cared about stocks since I was eight. And the reason I care about stocks is because I think you also live your best life by using that money to get more money. So how do you get more money? By over time buying stocks 
the stacks will get more expensive, which means that a certain amount will automatically invest to that. But if you want to take it out, you can, and then you'll have more money than you started with. So here's the thing. Timmy's motivator, and since this is for you parents out there, because Timmy's motivator, which got him interested in the stocks, was when he actually made his first communion. He got a few hundred bucks, and I said, okay, we're going to take X amount and put in your savings account, X amount we're gonna put it into a stock portfolio, and X you can spend. So we cut it into thirds. No different than when I have someone who gets a pay raise, or a bonus, or an inheritance, or a tax return, I always say split it up in threes. Why? Because you have to spend and reward yourself along the way. And so I'm trying to teach this to my children right from the get-go. Because if you always say no and tell them they got to be on a budget, well, nobody likes to be on a budget because that makes you feel like you're contracting as opposed to expanding. And so the way that I have motivated my children, so Timmy, early on, he had to, I said, what do you want to invest in? He goes, I have no idea what you're talking about, mom. And I go, well where do you like to go? He goes, well, I like Starbucks. And I was like, okay, we'll buy Starbucks stock because it was something that actually meant something to him that he actually visited there. And I'm like, and he actually likes us going there now because he actually figures his, his capital gain and his dividend from that. Actually, he feels like he's <laughs> feeding himself interest in, in gain. Yeah. <laughs> Technically I'm feeding myself like a millionth of a <laughs> cent, but, but it's a millionth. So what really, so my second point though, my second point is the fact that um, Timmy started ramping up his investing, which is like he said that he saves over 90% of his money. Because what does mom do when you invest in stocks? Uh, well, ever since a couple, about a year after I invested that money from my first communion, my mom said, oh, well, actually, I'll start doubling it. So I will pay, for instance, $75 to buy a, a Starbucks stock, which is what it was when I bought it. And she said, okay, I'll buy you two Starbucks stocks then. One from my stuff and one from my mom's. So one of the biggest challenges with young people today is the fact that they have not built their financial muscles at all in how to take care of themselves. And so one of the things that I really want to ingrain in my children is that I want them to start to learn how to take all the free money that's out there. There are a lot of employers that are out there that will actually match your 401k. And when you start this when you're 22 years old versus when you're 32, it makes a huge difference in how much money you have for retirement down the road. So I'm trying to teach them right now to put their money in there so they match it. And I remember the first time I said it to Bridget. Bridget, do you remember what you said to me when I when I said, well, I'll match it. Do you remember what you said? No, honestly. It was Tim, do you remember what she said? I remember before you said you'll double it. She's like, no, mom, I don't want you, them to take my money because she thought it was just spending money <laughs> for nothing. Yeah. But once we explained it a couple times, which a couple I mean by like 15. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then my mom added in, I'll double it. She was like, oh, oh, that's what it means. And then she started investing. So that's where the third point comes into play because that is about investing in the stocks. Not only from a place of investing in something that they know. So Timmy also told me at uh, eight years old, he wanted to invest in transformers. 
And so we looked it up and Hasbro is the actual stock that owns Transformers. And then he also, for some reason, liked uh, stocks with good dividends and he wanted, um, he wanted uh, Target. He loves Target's Target, dividends. And then I got tar the first smart stuff I got out of my first comedian, I got two of Starbucks, or two of Target, I mean. I got one of Whole Foods, one of Hasbro, and I think that was it. But, uh, and then the crazy thing was Whole Foods got bought by Amazon like a year and a half later. So I got 10 times what I put in there. Yep. So I got like an extra like $150 and I just put it back. I put one into Target actually and I put another one into Hasbro. Yeah, unfortunately with that stock what they did is they liquidated out the position. They didn't get, actually give him a share of stock in Amazon. They just gave him all of his gains. But anyway... So, number four is, let's talk about um, how you guys feel about saving. So, from a kid's perspective, I'd love to know your viewpoint of saving and versus like what you talk about with your friends. Well, I, so, me having the mother I have, um, <laughs> being in finance, obviously you're going to get more pros and cons um so obviously i think different than my friends who don't have a mom that's or dad that's in a, the financial uh world and how so bridget how is it different it's different because i have a lot of girls at school and just other friends tell me like Oh, I'm going to like spend like like 50 or like 100 bucks on this toy today at Target and 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 I was like you probably shouldn't. You should probably save that for other stuff. But obviously they don't under they didn't understand it and we were we were younger at that point. So even I wanted to spend at that point, <laughs> but I was still a little more cautious um, since my mother's in the financial world. Um, and Ever since I heard the word that one of my kids had said, one of their younger siblings had said to me, well, mom, I don't understand why we can't go to Target because you just got to slide that thing and I can't get my toy. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> and that's when I decided, you know, we kind of got to go a little deeper with the savings and investing. And, uh, and and there's the spending piece too, like consumerism. I mean, all we have to do is like, what are those YouTube uh, videos that just drive you? Who's that Ryan kid on that your younger siblings? Oh, yeah. Like the, Ryan made $29 million as a kid YouTuber last year, $29 million because they know how to market to kids. And this is a kid marketing to kids and they know all the colors to put all the branding on that attract you. No different than like boxes of cereal, right? So we have to watch sometimes when we're teaching our kids of what to save, what to spend, because it's really, really important that you start to have them have their reasoning as to why, as opposed to just doing it. Um, any other thoughts on like saving? I, um, 
I like I nowadays like it, it it hurts me to like and my my sister she's a big big spender big spender 100% of her money goes yeah, to Yeah, she spending. was the one that just said slide the card. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like her. Well, she was like oh we were at the store and she was like oh i'm gonna and she spent like twenty dollars on candy and i like got like one thing that was like 50 cents but i would like it like hurts me to like spend now like i it hurts me to spend more right. than like 10 bucks right in one time timmy how about you like you're not um you know, Bridget certainly has the clothes thing going on, right? Like, Bridget likes the outfits, the clothes, getting into the makeup, and you're a simple guy. Like, you, simple. you, you, talk to about, like, your thoughts on saving, and from, even from a boy perspective versus a girl. Um, well, from a boy's perspective, the, what I would think most boys my age would spend it on is mostly online games. Like, uh, like I said the other day, I bought a game. That was, that's what most of the kids my age do. But for me, from my eyes, it's don't spend a lot, but it's okay to spend once in a great while. And I have to tell this story. Um, so on our point number four, it was about the saving piece. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. And so naturally my kids are learning to do entrepreneurial things. Um, and I had to laugh. One of the stories I'd love to tell with Timmy is, um, you know, he goes to a school where parents just give the kids some money so they have some money on them in school and um he asked he goes mom can you go on amazon and buy that pack a hundred of those little uh, army guys those little plastic ones and i was like sure you want to tell everybody what you did with those <laughs> uh, i was probably in first grade uh it was probably 99 cents for each so it'd be probably Ninety-nine cents for the whole bag. It was. Oh, I oh, think it was four dollars yeah. and ninety-nine cents for the whole. Four dollars and ninety-nine cents for a whole like hundred army guys, and I, instead of doing that, I went to school and I had. They have an after-school care. I went to the after-school care and I <laughs> sold each little army guy guy for two dollars. And people actually bought them. So I was making my own mini business. So this is how he was, yeah, literally, sorry. I was literally making my own mini business as a first grader. So there's these out-of-the-box things to get them thinking about versus, you know, spending and debt, which is so latent in our society. And um, I remember one of you guys also asked me if you could take the whole pack of Oreos to school because the day before was it mary kate i think it might have been I mary think it, kate that sounds she like mary sold kate. the oreos for a buck a piece that was mary kate. that was mary kate and i was like wow so like these little things that you're doing on a daily basis with your children actually sink in so number five let's talk about that spend um because bridge you you really you are the person like many people are even as adults um, you naturally go to the place like, I want access to my cash, right? <laughs> yes. So yes. what did you do a couple months ago when you decided you wanted access to your cash? Do you remember? Was it that one time? Okay, so I think it was... When you went to the bank? <gasps> oh, wait. <laughs> I remember this. Don't you have a card now? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I, um, wanted, so, um... The program Chase Bank, 
or I well and I think a lot of other banks have this as well yeah they do um but I only knew that Chase Bank did so me and my dad went to the um went to the bank and were and um I got a kid's uh debit card and they let you like they have so the parents get like control of it like can access yep right? Yep. Can like do declining and stuff. Yep. So they can control it still. And you can't go to debt in it. So it's actually really good for kids and teens. They actually call it the kids and teen card. And so they mailed it to our house. We got it. And then like I, and I don't really remember anything from that point. So I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Well, so what it is with kids, it's like, again, going back to that a third, a third, a third right? So educating them and helping them build their financial muscles based on the fact that, yeah, it's okay to spend, you know? So for Bridget, she's a little bit older now, so it's not cash that she's spending, but now she has a debit card so that, and her dad's on the account. And so when she wants to spend, the money's in there. But the key is, is, you know, Bridget's initial response to me was like, well, I'm putting all my money there. And I'm like, well, honey, um, you know, you also want to uh, save and invest as well, right? Um, and, yeah. and at first you're just like, no way. And then, but then all of a sudden, I remember the one day you said to Timmy going, how much do you have in your stock account? Why don't I have that amount? And Timmy goes, well, mom's been matching all the money I've been putting in. How much money have you put in? Right. Uh, and, and, I... and so siblings, my point here is, is that siblings will actually learn from each other as well, because no different than in a marriage that, you know, two people are going to process money completely differently. And then you just work on each other's strengths and you get to that next place. So make sure you're having the conversations with kids. Like you as a parent, you have to recognize that not every child is going to process money the exact same way. So you have to really understand who they are and what they're all about and how to best support and validate who they are, but yet also still get them to where they need to be to build the financial muscles so that when they're launching as adults, we're not creating more fiscal dysfunction in this country or around the world and look at money matching. So you're building that muscle for them to learn how to do that then when they go to an employer one day. Talk to them about stocks and invest in things that they like or believe in. You know, Bridget, she loves clothes and she has the gap now. And I'm sure there's more brands to come. Yes. <laughs> and she too, along with all my other children, all have Starbucks. Every one of them has Starbucks. I even have Except Starbucks Except for now. the youngest. No, we just wait, set really? that up. Two weeks ago, we oh, just Oh, I up. thought we didn't. Yeah, Mike. Yep, he's got shares too. Yep. <laughs> so, thanks for joining us today, Timmy and Bridget. Any other last pieces about money that you want to share with anyone? Um, I think, like, if there's any kids watching out there, um, I think you guys um, should talk to your parents about money um, more. And if you do, that's great too. But even a little more can help. And... I really think of the three elements. Good stuff. Tim, anything? No. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. And don't forget, if you go to awakenyourwealthbook.com, you can get a free copy of my book, and you just have to pay for your own shipping. Thanks, everybody. Bye.